So schizoaffective disorders are those where someone meets the criteria for both schizophrenia and a major mood disorder. And both sets of symptoms are enough so that they cause some kind of distress or are interfering with normal daily life. So what exactly is a major mood disorder though? Well, it's a bit of a broad umbrella or category for illnesses that involve a serious change in mood. And I don't just mean like feeling sad or irritable from time to time, not just like having a bad day or something. Mood disorders affect your everyday emotional state, and they're more intense and more difficult to manage compared to just a bad mood or just feelings of sadness. This might be persistent sadness that doesn't go away. And so there's sort of this spectrum of mood disorders where we put a normal mood right in the middle. And then all the way over on this side, there's this severe depression, which seriously interferes with your ability to enjoy life. And then there's varying degrees of depression in between. And then all the way on the other side, there's mania, which is like this abnormally elevated mood. So maybe things like feeling very irritable or having insomnia and having very fast and energetic speech or racing thoughts. And just like major depression, this would be enough such that it interferes with your daily life. And then you've also got these varying degrees in between normal and mania. So a major mood disorder might be out here at severe depression or out here at severe mania. Or you might have these like huge swings in mood between depression and mania, which is sometimes called bipolar disorder. Okay, so let's say you've got this circle for major mood disorders like depression, mania, or bipolar disorder. And then this circle represents schizophrenia and symptoms of psychosis like hallucinations and delusions. If we combine these two sets, this middle chunk is what we call schizoaffective disorder, which as we can see, has both a major mood disorder and also symptoms of schizophrenia. Now, just like schizophrenia and mood disorders, though, there have yet to be any imaging or lab tests that we've developed to definitely tell us that, hey, this person has schizophrenia, or hey, this person has severe depression, or this person has both, meaning that they would have schizoaffective disorder. That being the case, we have to look for symptoms of both schizophrenia and a mood disorder to come up with a diagnosis of schizoaffective disorder. So what's pretty much universally used to help psychiatrists diagnose mental disorders is a book called the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders, the fifth edition, which is also frequently just called the DSM-5. Now this guy helps psychiatrists look for certain specific criteria for patients to meet to be diagnosed with a particular disorder. So if we page to the section on schizoaffective disorder, we'll find several pieces of criteria to meet in order to be diagnosed. First, the patient has to have symptoms of psychosis, so things like delusions and hallucinations, without a major mood disorder for a period of two weeks in order to meet the criteria for the schizophrenic portion. If this doesn't ever happen, if we don't meet this criteria, then the symptoms are probably more likely to be in line with the psychotic depression, as opposed to schizoaffective disorder. And secondly, a major mood episode, which is a mood disorder like depression, mania, or both, that lasts greater than two weeks, has to be present alongside schizophrenia for an uninterrupted period of time to be classified as schizoaffective disorder. But doesn't schizophrenia sometimes include depressive symptoms? What's the difference between schizophrenia and depressive symptoms and schizoaffective disorder? Well, in order to be diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder, you have to meet the criteria for major mood disorders as well. 
So if they were diagnosed with schizophrenia with depressive symptoms, the depressive symptoms must not be meeting the criteria to constitute a major mood disorder. Additionally, the patient has to be experiencing impairments in functioning due to both the schizophrenia and the major mood disorder. All right, so let's pose the million dollar question. What causes schizoaffective disorder? Well, by now you might be able to guess that we don't exactly know, but it's thought to involve an imbalance in several neurotransmitters in your brain, like dopamine or norepinephrine. Although genetics likely plays a role, there have yet to be any genes identified. But with that said, we know that having family members with schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, or schizoaffective disorder itself all increases your risk of developing schizoaffective disorder. And when we're treating schizoaffective disorder, we're usually going to use medications. But we need to be careful because now there's both symptoms of schizophrenia and mood disorders. Currently, there's only one antipsychotic drug that's been approved by the FDA for treatment of schizoaffective disorder specifically. And it's called paliperidone, or Invega. But there are other antipsychotics that may be used as well to target symptoms of schizophrenia and help manage psychotic symptoms. For the mood disorder symptoms, it depends on the mood disorder present. If they have depression, then antidepressants will probably be prescribed. If they have mania, then it's likely they'll receive antipsychotics and mood stabilizers, like lithium. Apart from drugs and medications, though, the patient may also undergo some sort of psychotherapy. And the outlook or prognosis of someone diagnosed with schizoaffective disorder varies, and it's thought to be somewhere between that of mood disorders and schizophrenia. With that said, there tends to be a better outlook than for those with schizophrenia alone, and a worse outlook for those with mood disorders alone. So the best prognosis would be over here with mood disorders, and then the worst prognosis is over here with just schizophrenia. And schizoaffective disorder is somewhere in between. So things or risk factors that have been shown to be associated with a worse prognosis are things that relate to the psychosis side of it, so being closer to schizophrenia. Other things are things like earlier onset, and when there's no periods of remission or temporary recovery, and finally, like we mentioned before, having a family member with schizophrenia. This is Sam. This is Sam Vaughn for Sam's Sports Report and Sam's Mental Health Day. We've got part two on your way today. Schizoaffective disorder has a both schizophrenia mood disorder and schizophrenia mixtures. The lifetime prevalence is the range between 0.32% and 1.1% schizoaffective disorder. It is also unlikely that you know somebody with schizoaffective disorder. This means that less than 100 people have it, according to the 0.32%, somewhere in probably the 0.81%. I also know people who have a learning disability or autism, which means you're more likely to have it. The depressive type of the schizophrenia disorder is more common in older patients, whereas the bipolar type is more common. Schizoaffective disorder, about 27 years old, but was probably getting diagnosed with the hospital, but I came attention to it when I was in the uh, psychiatrist room with uh, my psychiatrist. Some people are known to be higher functioning. I have seen people where this is the case and they are higher functioning. I have also seen where this is not the case, that they are not higher functioning, but just have the side of bipolar. 
It is also more likely that you know somebody with bipolar than you do know somebody with schizoaffective disorder. Schizoaffective disorder are hydrogenic, hydrogenous group with a variable of predominances of schizophrenia and affective disorder symptoms. The consequences of the inherent inconsistent of an hydrogenous assessment is landscape that hinders the clinical diagnostic features, understanding the social environment and biological factors and mental health symptoms altogether. It is a underscore the need for stabilized assessments, the tools or more disorders agnostic and span of full spectrum or mental health to aid understanding or underlying the etiologies etiologies and discovers of treatments of psychiatric dysfunction. This schizoaffective disorder is defined by combined affective and psychiatric symptoms that diagnostic statistical manual of mental disorders of DSM-5 requires a schizophrenia symptoms or coherent symptoms, depressive or mania and lasting considerable part one of one month period of schizoaffective disorder is further classified as bipolar type when manic are prominent major depressive episodes occur when schizophrenia and major depressive disorder symptoms have been present the world health organization statistical classification disease related to the health problem Definition requires a persistence of prominent, affective, and psychotic at the same time within a few days. A psychotic is diagnosed with a patient, does not meet the criteria either of schizophrenia or depressive or manic episodes, so they have a mixture of both and may have a bipolar combined with the psychotic features or psychotic with major depressive disorder. This is Sam Vaughn for Sam's Sports Report and Sam